0: I am asking the government to do justice because I did not do anything. And now that I am even back, I don't have any work to do. I have a wife and children I must take care of. I am supposed to provide for them. But then I don't have anything to eat myself.
1: Modo Bukar was one of the IDPs detained by the Nigerian army in 2015 on suspicions of being a Boko Haram terrorist. After years in prison without being tried, he has finally regained his freedom. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I
0: am Hamida. In 2016, we were staying in our community and then it became unsafe. We were living peacefully, going to farms and doing our trade. Then the insecurity came. It was something we had never heard of and never experienced before. Because of that, we decided to leave our home to where we thought was safer and to protect our family. We successfully came to the IDP camp in Maiduguri.
1: When the soldiers came to take them from the displacement camp, they did not tell them they were being arrested or suspected of any crime.
0: They told us they were taking us to Giwa Barracks to teach us vocational skills for three months so that when we come back, we can fend for our family and ourselves. I had never heard of a place called Giwa Barracks. But three of us left with them, and that was how we ended up being locked away.
1: Kiwa Barracks is a notorious military detention facility. It is infamous for being a site for gross human rights violation, where people who are forcefully separated from their families are kept for years, oftentimes without trial. But Modo and his friends did not know this at the time. They left with the soldiers, believing that they would merely be away for three months and gainfully
0: engaged. When we got to Giwa barracks, and I realised they brought us there not to teach us anything, but because they suspected us to be Boko Haram, I was heartbroken. We really suffered in those 18 months. Within those months, they kept asking us questions, if we were part of Boko Haram or not. If we had done something wrong, we told them that we were fleeing from Boko Haram when they saw us.
1: What Modu remembers most of all from his time at Kiwa Barracks is that, in the year and a half he spent there, he never once lay on his back, even when it was time to sleep, because there was simply no place to lie down.
0: I never lay on a small mat. Not once, my back never touched the ground. It has got to the extent that you would be happy if someone next to you died, because it meant you would at least get a little more room for a short time when they took away the cups. As for food, if you filled your palm with a morsel, that was all till the next meal. The water we got was so small, it stayed at the bottom of the cup The only thing was, if your days were ahead, you would not die. That is the only reason I am still alive.
1: After 18 months at the Giwa barracks, he was transferred to the Borno Maximum Security Prison. He was told at the prison that he would not spend much time there and that he would be released soon. However, that turned out to be another lie. He was there for four years.
0: What was most distressing was knowing I had no fault. When I left my place, I left to save my life, to come to the camp and stay with my family. But I got here, and they were asking me, suspecting me to be part of the insurgency. I was only given 7,000 Nera when I was released and I used it to transport myself back home. We only left with the clothes on our backs. As for the clothes that some organizations donated to us, while we were there, we left them behind. I thank God. I thank God that when I came back, I saw my family alive and healthy. I did not expect we would meet again, but they are in good health and I am thankful.
1: This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was reported and scripted by Hawa Shefie Nuhu, edited by Anita Eboebe, and produced by Atahiro Jebrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subject. Voice acting by Kunle Adebadro. The multimedia editor is Anthony Asimota. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humananglemedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hemida.